Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's going on, Geek Vibes Nation? This is episode, we don't keep count, let's stop playing. Uh, <laughs> we are here with a brand new episode of Geek Vibes Live. I am joined with Joel. What's going on, Joel? What's up, fellas, women, and all those people out there? All right, it's a little offensive you said fellas before women, but whatever. I'm a fellas. We are also joined with Dane. What's going on, Dane? One episode 6,000! I've been counting! And I smoke crack! <laughs> and on a more calmer note, we are also joined by Caitlin. What's going on, Caitlin? Hello. Um, I'm doing good. Um, you all are insane. <laughs> yep. We are indeed. Yep. I will not doubt that at all. I will not. Um, we are also joined by Gerald. What's going on, Gerald? Do, baby, there you go. All right. So we're not going to hand Gerald the microphone oh, anymore tonight. That was a good marble or mumble. Um, yeah, no. Gerald's not getting the microphone anymore tonight. But Jason Inman, who was supposed to be our guest tonight, was feeling ill, but he could not make it. But we do still have a special guest. He is the owner of the Vibes Entertainment. <laughs> Gerald, stop. You're throwing me off, man. <laughs> and he is the one of the originators of Geek Vibes. Everyone give it up for Jonah. What's up, Geek Vibes Nation? I got a quote. Where it says, I'm never home, but I'm always repping. There you go. Yes. That quote is both inspiring <laughs> and uplifting. Um, <laughs> let's get into it. We're going to start off with Spider-Man Homecoming. Um, Gerald, again, is muted. Um, anyway, um, <laughs> Spider-Man Homecoming came out, um, and I was in love with that movie. You're in love with it? I'm in love with it. You got the hearts in your eyes. I got the hearts in my eyes and the hearts in my pants. What? Anyway, um, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know if I'm as ready as everyone else to call it top five material of MCU. Like, I'd really have to really sleep on this movie a lot more than I have, but it was definitely, it definitely is top 10. That's without a question. I can't think of what, 
what? Uh, five other movies better than Homecoming in the MCU right now. Um, anyway, I love the movie. Um, but just so everyone knows, this is a spoiler review. So if you have not seen the movie... No, no, no one hung up. If you have not seen the movie, we will give you a awkward silence of five seconds to hang up and come back in the second hour when we will be talking about everything else. So, five seconds, guys. Put your Back to your regular scheduled programming. Anyway, um, but yeah, no, I, I loved Homecoming. But since I'm going to completely nerd out, I want to start with someone else first. Um, Dane, give us your complete thoughts on God. Homecoming. <laughs> you knew it was coming. Uh, all right. Um, do you want to do, like, uh, what we liked about it and then, like, what we did, didn't like about it or something like that? Um, I don't know. Or should I just talk for a while until you cut me off? No. <laughs> First time around, let's just go. Let's just go around and see what everyone liked about it, because you know Gerald's gonna start off the whole negative rant. So. Yeah. What's up? Why do you say that with such hate in your heart? Because I have hate in my heart for you, Gerald. Go ahead and start, Dan. I can't even. I can't even see him, and I never mind. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this movie was done extremely well. Um, I've seen it twice. I don't know whether. I like it more than Spider-Man 2, which is definitely my favorite to date. Uh, but that's because I think I have nostalgia attached to that movie. But this movie was extremely well done. The dialogue was great. The comedy was great. The reveal, um, I'm not going to say it's like a early Ed Night Shyamalan twist, but that I did not see coming. This is spoiler, so we can talk about it. But when we found out the fucking vulture, I thought he was there because he figured out who Peter Parker was somehow, and he was holding them hostage or something like that, and when that whole scene is like, you know, in that type of situation, you're getting interrogated by the dad, who happens to be the villain that's trying to kill you, you know, and you figure that out, that's, uh, that was pretty cool, like the action scenes, um, I, I, it was hard for me to find the couple things that I do have a problem with from the movie, um, but since this is good stuff, I'm trying to, like, think, the fact that Iron Man wasn't in it throughout the whole entire fucking film, the fact that he turned down Basically, the part from Civil War where he, like, you know, exploits himself to the media and the fact they were going to do that, but he decided he wanted to go back to being just, you know, a smaller, uh, small-time guy. I, I just love the movie. I thought it was great. Um, I, yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. All of that was great. That twist um, that you were referring to, that was awesome because there were rumors that Zendaya's character was going to be the daughter of uh, Vulture. So once that was debunked, it was then like, well, wait, is somebody going to be the, the daughter of Vulture? So, I mean, it was definitely, it was nothing that I can say we, when we were sitting there like, oh, I saw that coming. No one saw that coming. Right. No one did. Nothing, nothing led up to you assuming like, oh, it'd be Liz's father. Well, we thought it, she was Liz Allen. So. Right. We thought she was Liz Allen, but we know she's not, which honestly, Liz I'm fine too. with them changing that. I'm fine with them changing that. Maybe what she does going forward, since her father's a criminal, mm-hmm. she takes that name Allen that maybe her mother had. Like she's so, been hiding it. Exactly. So mother? now she's Liz Allen. What do you mean who's the mother? She's a famous actress. Yeah, she was in Jamie Foxx show. Yeah, but what's her name? That is the most hardest name to, to pronounce. I don't remember her name. Man. I, as Siri. Let Siri try to say that. No, no, she got, um, she would tell for. Say it again, Dave. No, I was just I was I was kidding. Oh. Um, but yeah, no, honestly, I felt like John Watts, Sony, and Marvel kind of 
stepped aside and was just like, listen, make us the best Spider-Man we've seen since maybe Spider-Man 2. Right. You know? Um, No, I don't think they need to give up the rights. I think them partnering was a perfect mixture. I thought it was a perfect mixture. I mean, you know, because we enjoyed the fucking movie, Gerald, so I thought it was a good mixture. I enjoyed it, too. I never said it was a bad movie. Anyway, we'll get to you, Gerald. Um, But no, John Watts, I think, deserves um, a lot of praise. This movie, top to bottom, was very well done. Um, He knew just the right amount of RDJ to put in it, Mm -hmm. just the right amount of Happy to put in it. Um, I love that Ned is now, like, his sidekick. Rather than that fat friend we just assumed he was going to be for a little bit of the movie. The man in the chair. Right. He's the man in the chair. Yes. Ned got his own. He's a Cisco. Yes, he's Cisco. He's Oracle. Or he's the Oracle. They can't use yeah. that. Because... <laughs> yeah. Too many rights you'd have to go through. In yeah. DC, we already know, is on a suing spree. But, um, <laughs> no, it was really well done. And, Dane, I do want to say that Civil War come to, come to the light moment that he turned down. Beautifully done. It was to let us mm-hmm. fans who wanted that scene in Civil War, know that that Kevin Feige has his ear to the ground and knew we wanted to see it and gave it to us in some capacity. And the fact that he turned it down was beautiful. It took my, my favorite part of the Civil War comic book yes. and me and write it. Yes. <laughs> and a lot of people were like, I don't get why Pepper was back. Why shouldn't Pepper be back? They've referenced her since Iron Man 3. And we've just never seen her. It was it was kind of awesome to see her cool. back. It was yeah. a while. So. And then the the Happy Hogan line of I've had this ring in my pocket since '08, oh, yeah, yeah. which was when nice. Iron Man came out. Right. Um, so you know, there's so many great points of this movie. I, I don't know um, if John Watts uh, wrote it, but whoever wrote it, phenomenal job. Phenomenal job. The dialogue is what I love the most of the movie. Yeah, the it was forth. great dialogue, and it, I felt great like characters. They were, yes, yeah. great characters. And I felt like they were high school kids rather than just like, all right, just a bunch of people just playing. But like, I literally thought they got high school kids to play yeah. these roles. Um, Zendaya's character, who we'll talk about who she was later on. Yeah. Um, okay. What I loved about her the most was she gave me shades of the character from um, Breakfast Club. Yeah. The the emo goth type of uh, chick. Yeah. That's yeah, 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 yeah. And I love that because this movie, if you think about it, is kind of like a superhero breakfast club. Yeah. <laughs> it pretty much is. Um, and I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. Um, she was great. I did, as the movie kept going, I was just like, I hope she's not going to be this negative the entire movie. Mm-hmm. But she was. But I loved it. She was a funny negative. She was a funny negative. And I loved it. Um, it was weird that that was the character that she was playing in it. But if it's all a facade, it was definitely worth it. Um, she has, she's gonna have a story arc. Yeah, she'll have a story arc in her come to the her coming up moment. Swan song. Her <laughs> swan song. Um, Joel, what were your thoughts on homecoming? Uh, I, I I sympathize with all of you. Uh, it was terrible. I mean, it was great. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was a great great movie, Gerald. Look at me when I say that. <laughs> Look at me, Gerald. <laughs> Look at me. It was a great movie. Um, <laughs> It was a lot to take in the first time I saw it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, let me think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, it was a great movie the first time I saw it, but I had to, like, digest it all. Right. Know? I was like, all right, this was good, but, like, how much did I really like this and shit? Let me think about it. And, I, and, I, and as I remember, when I was walking out, I'm like, I smiled, I think, the whole movie. <laughs> like, the whole movie. Yeah. I was smiling. I was happy. Mm-hmm. I caught a lot of the Easter eggs. I liked a lot of the references. 
Michael Keaton was absolutely amazing as the Vulture. Yep. His arc, the best villain since Loki. Loki, yeah. Right? Am I right? Oh, no, right. You're, you're right. Oh, yeah, I, cinematically. Wait, cinematically. time out. I don't know, because people, when they keep saying great MCU villains, keep sleeping on um, Red, Red Skull, Skull and, Red and Skull. Iron Man's first villain of, um, what's his name? Ironmonger? Uh, yeah. Uh, Bridget. Stone. Uh, Zebediah? Oh, Zebediah. Zebediah Shane. There you go. I think he slept on. I think they could have done more with him, but I, I do think he's in that category of really good villain. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I do like that it wasn't Bucky. like a good villain. Yeah. Bucky was a good villain. Yeah. Yeah, I give you that. Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Yes, Jeff Bridges is uh, old guy. Yes. Yeah. Jeff, was, Jeff Bridges is good in anything. That's true. Jeff Bridges. Yep. I'm not Except for R.I.P.D. Hey, why would I bring up the negative? Just saying. Keep it positive, people. Lebowski, don't talk about that. Gosh. There you go. There you go. Oh, no, 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 no. If Nick were here, we would have so much fun. We know Nick would lose his shit right now. Yes, yes, he would. Yes, he would. Why would I think he's a bad actor? No, he's not. He's saying those are two bad movies. They happen. They happen. Uh, How do you not like Big Lebowski? Who don't like Who that? said they didn't like Big Lebowski? Gerald obviously doesn't like Big Lebowski. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, Gerald doesn't like Big yeah, Lebowski. I was going to say, who the fuck said they didn't like that movie? I don't know. I don't think why, 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 do you, why do you all hate Joy? What's wrong with you? Why, why do you hate being happy, Gerald? Why are you an unhappy Yeah, person? why do you hate being happy? Why do you hate life? Go ahead, Gerald. You want to watch the movie twice, but I think maybe three times, all hungry. So he had to watch the full. That's the only reason he was upset. So, uh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. The point is, Spider-Man was amazing. All right? That was great. All right. Any more points you want to point out? I have other points. Like, I like, remember the part in the elevator when he's saving the, with his friends and shit? And he changed his, uh, his he voice. He changes his voice. So they don't recognize He's like yeah. a sicker New York actor. Yeah. I love that. Beautiful. There were so many good visuals. Too. Yeah. And I liked his interactions with Tony Stark. I, mean, I loved Iron Man's suit. Yeah. I mean, she was awesome. Mm-hmm. Absolutely cool. I liked his friend. Uh, Ned Lee's just really entertaining friend. Yeah, he reminded me of a friend I had at school, so I kind of, I kind of, I didn't, I, I felt for them both because I kind of reminded me of back in high school. So it was kind of, I could relate. Gotcha. <laughs> it was weird, but it was, um, it was cool. I, had, I really enjoyed it. Now after watching it twice, mm-hmm. I watched it last night again. Um, I definitely believe it's a great. I don't know why. I still can't rank it. Like you, right. I can't put a top five yet, but I don't, I don't, I'm not sure yet. I just have to sleep on it more. Yeah. My top five. Yeah. My top five been here for years. So for me to immediately yeah. go, oh, it's top five. All right. Well, then, you know, cause to me, the reason why I'm saying for everyone who's going, oh, what do you mean it's not top five? Reason why, cause to me, and Jonah made this point when we had a conversation about uh, Kanye West's album. Top five means like that's, your, that's the greatest body of work. Like, that's all-time great. So if I'm saying Homecoming's all-time great, that means I can't take it out when Ragnarok comes out. I can't take it out when Black Panther comes out. I can't take it out when Infinity War comes out. So the other, my top five is of movies I'm not taking out regardless how good anything else is. Or my top four, rather. I don't have a fifth at the moment. But I'm saying to put something, right, to put something in that fifth spot means nothing else can beat that out. I'm saving that, exactly. I'm saving that for the Batman. Shout out to Ben Affleck. I see you. Anyway, uh, Caitlin, Caitlin, what were your thoughts on Spider-Man Homecoming? Okay, so I have some thoughts. I took a six-year-old, so for all you parents out there, um, my six-year-old daughter uh, loves movies. She loves superheroes. Um, 
wasn't too scary for her. She really, really liked it. She thought um, Spider-Man was very silly and uh, and funny. So, I mean, there's there's nothing in this movie that would set me off as a parent and, and say, oh, I don't want my kid to go see this. Um, I mean, there were some, like, big fight scenes and crashes and stuff like that. So if your kid's really sensitive to stuff like that, I, you know, maybe keep them at home. Uh, we were, like, in the very front rows, the only seats we could get. And so, like, we're, like, but it's the recliner seat, so it was good. Um, in, in any case, as a parent, I would say, yeah, um, if my six-year-old can handle it, it's not a big deal. Um, bring your kids. It's fun. It's meant for children. Like, it, it, it's a really well-done movie, but it appeals to a lot of ages um, in, in general. Um, I really liked the dynamic between Peter and Tony. I thought that that was really sweet. You know, he's got a father figure and... and you know, Tony's really open about, like, okay, I'm breaking the cycle. Like, my dad wasn't really good at compliments. And, you know, they're both trying to maneuver this business, yet more that it's not a business. It's a protege and, you know, kind of mentor relationship. And they're trying to navigate it, um, you know, um, and, and kind of cast aside, like, the, the old wounds that they have. You know, Peter losing his father and his uncle Ben and then you know and, and Tony obviously losing his father and you know not having any kids so he doesn't know how to handle a teenager so and he's like god I sound like my father and it's like the whole time I'm like oh my god yes this is my future this is I mean obviously not the superhero part. I don't know maybe but um I don't know she could she could start flying tomorrow i don't know she she does everything else so why not um basically i you know for the content and everything i I thought it was really well done would i put it in the top five no because i'm not a huge spider-man fan and and i'll admit to that i don't i know i'm not a huge spider and it's not that i don't like spider-man i like spider-man just fine i just never really got into it because I'm not a teenage boy. I don't relate. Um, I I think it's a good story. I think it's it's consistently well written um, as a a comic book, as a franchise. I I just never related to him, I guess. Like, I never never felt like like a connection to him. Um, The bullying thing, though, I think they did a really good job with that because they put him in a school that was a science and tech school. I thought that was really cool. I thought that was a really good move that they acknowledged that he would not, in today's society, he would not be in your, like, a regular school because he is so talented. So they put him around other kids that are interested in the same science and tech and everything, and they have ambitions and goals and stuff just, like, that are in line with him. But they're still teenagers. And socially, they're still going to have that Darwinistic kind of mentality of, you know, Flash Thompson is still an asshole. Like, he is still a total jerk. And and I like that they still highlighted the fact that <clears throat> this kid, despite being around, you know, his intellectually equal peers, He's still getting bullied, you know, and it's still an issue. 
and um, and they don't shy away from that, and 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 they make that part of you know his life, you know, and 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 something that he has to overcome. Um, and and also, I, I really like the I like the bit with the with the Washington Monument. I really like that, and and here's why, and here's a little history lesson for you. My father actually worked for the Park Service in Washington D.C., and he was one of those elevator operators. Um, and he had to go up and down, up and down, all day, every day. And this is like in the 60s, okay? So he was doing that all And back in the day, they didn't allow the people to talk. So it was just a recording the whole time, all day, of every day, up and down, up and down, up and down. And he said it was the worst job he has ever had in his life. And... Um, he, the, the way he got out of it and got a new job is he he told them that if they did not take him off that job, that he would jump from the top. Now, you can't. You can't jump from the top. It's absolutely ridiculous. Um, and, and he's not suicidal and never has been. But, and, and I'm not making light of suicide, obviously, but it was just so funny because I'm like, oh, God, that was what my dad had to do, like, for, for months. And it about damn near drove him crazy and so but nowadays they they let them actually say things and you know they have their own bit and spiel and they answer questions but but back in my dad's day and this is like years and years ago they didn't let those people talk and so so my dad was like i'm gonna jump from the top and like and they believed him even though those windows as you can tell and, and as peter demonstrated are not easily open so uh, I just thought that that was kind of funny from a personal angle. I was just like, oh, shit, my dad did that. Um, and, God, you know, imagine what would happen if, if that thing, like, you know, crashed. Like, that's, that's pretty scary stuff. So um, anyway, yeah, I know I'm going on and on and on. But um, I had a lot of thoughts and feelings and stuff, and I'm sure we'll get to it. But even not being a huge Spider-Man fan, I liked it. I thought it was a good movie. I enjoyed taking my daughter to it. Um, I wouldn't put it in the top five, but I would put it in the top ten. And the only time I've ever worn a Spider-Man shirt is when I rolled into my job at the comic book store in my pajamas, and I was hungover because I was I was a you know capricious youth. And so I roll in, and my boss says, "Okay, we, you know, I, I don't have strict." guidelines for what you wear but you're not wearing that and I was like well I can go home and change and he's like here just put on this shirt it was this like double xl purple spider-man shirt and I rocked that like all day and uh, I looked like a complete fool but that is the only time I've ever worn a spider-man shirt true story Yeah, no. yeah I never, I never doubted you. That's the best way to end it. True story. Um, but no, I mean, honestly, I, I, I understand what you're saying. And I think one of the biggest things that you pointed out was important. The whole um, reason why his bully was more of a mental bully than a um, physical one. I like that. Um, I, I, I love that. And a lot of people didn't understand it and didn't like that Flash Thompson was this scrawny kid that just said mean words. Oh. But honestly, the funny thing is, when you watch the movie again, Peter didn't give a fuck what Flash Thompson was saying. Like, it didn't bother him. I mean, outside of... Yes. It reminded me... I mean, wrestling guys will get this. 
dude, if he's a good heel, he's a good heel. If you didn't like him, it was because he was a douche and a dickhead, and that's the reason why. You know, yeah. to me, he was fine exactly for what they were going for. Sorry, I just had to throw that in there. Wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> they did have a wrestling. They had a wrestling. Um, uh, I guess uh, shout out. He was like, "What are you, a wrestler?" It was the vulture when he was talking about the shocker. Yeah, they have a wrestling. Yeah, I mean, I'm. But honestly, I, I think that the never only, went to my head for shocker. I think the only moment of like true bullying was when he went to the party and he just kept the shouting out Parker. Penis Parker. That was the only like. He made, a song about he made a song about it, but honestly, then again, Peter didn't. It didn't really affect Peter. Like at no point was Peter like, "Dude, come on, lay off me." Honestly, it didn't he was bother only him. At the party for like two he was only at the party. For like yeah, two he seconds. was just like he jacked the dude's car later. I was that. Yeah, I was he like, jacked yeah, the car later, which was great. He and then he wrecked. I, I don't. I don't advocate advocate Grand Theft Auto, but like I, that that kid had it coming. But that's the thing is that he didn't I have do. to kick. Um, okay, well, Dane advocates Grand Theft Auto and felonies in general. Um, but, I mean, they did... They did We're talking they, about they, the video game, right? Yes. Yes, clearly. Well, I mean, honestly, we, we are We're going to get sued. We're going to get sued. Some parent is going to be like, you're saying it's okay to steal cars. No, it's not okay. It's okay. It's I'll fight like that fucking okay. grandmother. I will, I'll punch that grandmother in the face. I don't it's care. It's not okay I'll to steal. Up, Listen, honestly, confirms. Honestly, it's, okay it's not cars. okay to steal cars. Wink, wink. But um, Gerald, or punch grandmothers. You remember that back in the day, like with DVDs, and they're like, you wouldn't steal a purse. You wouldn't do this. Like, you know, why would you? Why would you copy DVDs? And I'm like, you don't know what I would do. Don't know. Don't don't tell me how to live my life. Like I. Don't tell me how to live. Like, I, maybe I would. Maybe I would go, like, joyride something into a ditch just to show you. And then I'm going to go copy some DVDs. Don't don't tell me what to do. But no, but no, I can't. <laughs> um, uh, Gerald, what, what were your colorful comments on, on Spider-Man Homecoming? Oh, okay. Well, right, wait, before we give it to Gerald, I want a disclaimer. Uh, Gerald's about to talk, everybody. That is it. That's a disclaimer. All right, go ahead, Gerald. <laughs> All right, people. So listen to my comments, because apparently Dane... Boo! Dane hated me But I want to give a shout-out to the Lee family. Stan Lee just lost his wife. Um, she was 93. I don't know died of old age of any illnesses, but shout out to the man, the myth, and the legend, Stanley, you know, I hope he's recuperated. Disrespect yeah. that yeah. from anything, it has to be old age, right? Yeah. Um, that didn't help. But <laughs> being old didn't help. I have, okay, so I watched the movie twice in one night, and apparently, <laughs> when, you know, apparently when I posted that, you know, it was, you know, it was a good movie, but I really wasn't impressed, you know, Dane came down on me like, you know, Thor and Ragnarok. <laughs> and Jawan and all of them kind of... Feel my thunder! So, but these are the things that I liked about this yeah. I love the fact, you know, it was like different elements of it. Like, it was visually beautiful. They, 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 they incorporated Spider-Man, you know, Peter Parker's quirkiness as Peter Parker and as Spider-Man. I love the fact, you know, that it wasn't like it wasn't an origin story. They didn't give us a boring origin story. We 
how many like I'd have hated if they gave us oh you know Uncle Ben's gonna die in this scene like they it was, I guess it was years after Uncle Ben yeah. died or months 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 after, months, I'm sorry, months months after Uncle Ben died yeah. I really didn't you know really didn't like the well they referenced Uncle Ben but they didn't say his name they referenced him um represented Spider-Man, though. 
The fact that he had to sneak past yeah. Aunt May and make up yeah. these crazy exactly. fucking stories. Yeah. Like exactly. why he was all bruised up with it. Well, that was one of honestly, the best things. if this Aunt May was more of the, that, that type. Because when he kept coming in late yeah. and when she finally had that sit down moment. I know you. She wasn't she wasn't like that aunt that you'd assume would ground you for life, tell you you're not ever going out again. She was super cool about it. So to me, this doesn't this isn't one of those adult figures that's like, listen, you're never leaving this house again. Well, she so to me, she seems like she might be she might learn to be cool with it, and she's not that overbearing. I, I don't want to say overbearing because she's you know worried about his, his well being, but she's not one of those parents that's like, listen, you're never leaving the house. Again. Well, that, that was the main reason he didn't want to sell her though. Right. Yeah, just to like, worry. Yeah. She'll never let me out of the house. Again. She'll ne- no, she'll never let me be Spider-Man. Right. She'll never let me be Spider-Man. Yeah. But now that she knows he saved the day, he saved lives. Still, I mean, she's it's gonna, something he could tell. That's going to be another dynamic in the next movie. Yeah. Is there, like, how she's going to deal with the fact that I mean, she leaves the house. Technically, Spider-Man. that could still be an issue. Because what if she tells him not to be Spider-Man right. anymore? That's definitely going to be. He could still sneak out having to be Spider-Man. He's, he's not just going to leave New York. He's not going to leave New York to fit uh, for itself. Not be African American. 
or Spanish, or, or, or Spanish. Indian, or or Indian, or well, Chinese. Well, his name, his name might change a little bit. But well, yeah. There's nothing they, about. They actually did a, they, they did a bit about that when uh, with J. Jonah Jameson. I, I don't remember what it was, but it was really funny. Like J. Jonah Jameson's like going off on him about something, and he's like, "You're only saying that because I'm black," and like. J. Jonah like was like, Oh my holy shit like, oh my god, I have just like stepped into something not good, like and and then, you know, Spider Man's like, eh, just kidding. You know, like, am I? Maybe I am. And like that's that's the Spider Man that but that's what's so cool about Spider Man is he could literally be anybody. You know? What what did you what did you, you know? want what did you wanna say, Gerald? Okay, the question is... Sorry. Any... No, you're fine, Caitlin. Caitlin, be all right. Caitlin, you'll be all right. <laughs> um, no, nah, but seriously, though, did you guys catch the um, Spider-Man noir uh, nod with Don, the, the costume he made himself? You mean the Scarlet Spider? No. Not the Spider... I'm just waiting for you to hang yourself, because I told you you were wrong before <laughs> last time. No, the Spider-Man like, noir costume. What's nope. Wrong? What are you talking about? Okay, nope. so in the, the Spider-Man Noir costume, he has these goggles that the Spider-Man... Yeah, the goggles himself? The goggles, the, yeah. he has, like, the sweatshirt, yeah. and, like, but it's not blue, it's, like, black. I know, I know, yeah. And it was, was kind of like, it, it looked like a nod to, like, the Spider-Man Noir costume. Like, it's like, more. Awesome. He made himself. Right. I, 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 think, I, think, I think you're I reaching. think that's a little bit of a, a stretch. Bit. Look up the Spider-Man Noir costume, and then look up which the... Which is in all black, which I is know, the sweatshirt. I know what it looks like. The sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. Wait, go ahead, Caitlin, go ahead. No, no, I know what it looks like. I mean, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I know Spider-Man Noir, but, like, I don't I don't see that. Like, that wasn't what popped in my head. I don't the Scarlet Spider, the Scarlet Spider is what popped in but my head. To me, to me, what would the nod be? That's like, an entirely different universe of a Spider-Man. What would the nod be? The costume more looks like the Spider-Man I don't think Noir. John... As intelligent as you want to give them credit for being, I don't give them that much credit. I'm showing. See the goggles, maybe a little bit. The goggles, the sweatshirt. Well, that's more. Yeah, no, that's 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 a a small. Yeah, it might be a scarlet spider. That's a small leaf. While Joel's giving uh, uh, Gerald a geek history lesson, shout out to Jason Inman. Um, Let's move on to a segment that Jane has been itching. To get into. Whoa, 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 whoa. I wanted to mention a couple things I did not like about Spider-Man. I, we haven't even given any fucking scores. Do you want oh, me to do this whole entire thing right now? Go ahead, go ahead. Well, all right. The, the problems that I had with the movie, and there wasn't many, one of them was I thought the suit gave him too many abilities, and it kind of, I had to get used to it, and I didn't like how they didn't really reference his spider sense at all. And it really hasn't been referenced at all, and I don't know if they're going to. Dane. Yeah. I did want to bring up. I was watching. I when I came home, I actually didn't go to. I was trying to go to sleep from the con we worked this morning. But I watched Civil War. I watched. (laughs) I watched Civil War again, and they don't call it Spidey Sense, but the Russo brothers did have it in Civil War. I will remind you guys. Remember when a car was thrown at Peter and his back was turned to it? And he said, oh, man, and then jumped out of the way. Yeah. That was Spidey sense. You oh. don't hear the car being thrown at oh, you. you. just heard the but car. But that is, I don't, I don't think you necessarily hear the car being hurled at you. You hear something flying through the air. I, oh, that yeah. was, yeah. that yeah. was turned to it. 
I mean, if there was a horn or an alarm, then I'd give it to you. But if someone's throwing a car at you, which, by the way, we'll never be able to equate that. But if someone threw a car at you, if someone threw a car at you, I don't think you're hearing. But it's not in Spider-Man. No, but it's not in Homecoming. But only reason why I brought that up is because people are saying we never got Spidey sense. And I say on the contrary. I think I think no one came out and said that it was Spidey thing. But his back was turned and the car was thrown. And before the car came to him, he said, oh, man, and then jumped out of the way. So I think it's a resemblance. It could be, but if your back is turned, that's a six cents. That's six cents. But I just wanted to point that out. I'm sorry, Dan. Well, no, and, and, and I mean, that, that that's something that you could definitely – you know, say, or if it's enhanced senses, I don't know. I know Kevin Feige just said that he gave reasoning for it and said that there is spice sense. It's whatever. It's more the suit itself and the fact that he had so many, like, capabilities and stuff like that. It's going to be cool for a video game, but it's just a little bit not Spider-Man-like. And I guess it is kind of, you know, making him the Tony Stark, you know, predecessor in a way, if you will, uh, for being a tech wizard. I, I, I liked everything, man. I didn't. I mean, it's, it's very hard for me to find stuff that I didn't like. I didn't even have a problem with Flash Thompson. Um, Zendaya saying that she's, you know, MJ. I don't care if they if she's like Rachel Lee Cook in um, what the fuck that '90s shitty movie, um, where all she's a dork, but she, then she puts on like you know a nice dress and does her hair and she's gorgeous. Another uh, teen movie. No, that's not it. That was a nod to that. She's all that or some bullshit like that. But oh, they made a million of those motherfuckers. What I'm trying to say is, like, she's awkward in high school now, but she can still want to become an actress and a singer and a model, three things Zendaya already does in real life, and they can kind of, like, play with that character if they want to. Because if they bring Gwen Stacy into the mix, Peter dates Gwen and MJ dates uh, Harry, and then Gwen dies, and then he ends up with uh, Mary Jane in the original comic. So I know he goes on a first date with her when he first meets her, but they can still mess with a lot of stuff, and I have no problem with her playing that character. It's just weird because the way she portrayed this one, that's the only thing they have to, like, get around is the fact that she's, like, like you said, the chick from The Breakfast Club. Uh, but I, I just, I liked everything going forward, and um, I think I'm going to give it an 8.5 out of 10. Ooh, okay. I'm going to go and say I agree with you. I don't have many negative things to say about it. Um, I agree with a lot of it. I do it was, I think it was overkill, especially that Karen AI that he had. You don't suit. disrespect Karen. I will do what I want, uh, Jawan. Um, yeah, but I'm going to go with, and I'm going to say, uh, I'll give it a nine. I'm going to give it a nine. A nine? Yeah, I'm going to give it a nine. <laughs> proper context, you saw it twice, and you saw it six seconds out. Uh, not a lot. Not a lot, yeah. but. But the scenes I wanted to see, I thought it was twice. I feel, I feel like you should see it again, like, then you made me come out in the morning to go to this con. I'm super excited. <laughs> Fuck you, Joel. Anyway, uh, I'm going to go 8.5 with Dane. Um, some of the things that bugged me were very minor. But I, like I still have to see, drone, I still have so to see it again before I can give it a 9. Everyone saw it twice but me. I don't think Dane or Caitlin saw it twice, but Gerald and... No, I didn't. I, I did. Oh, you saw it twice, Dane? Yep. I think I'm going to go see it again tomorrow. And my, my opinion might change as far as the rating. But um, eight and a half is what I'm going to sit at. Taylor, um, what was your rating? I, as far as the suit goes, I think that was the reason they had the suit is to show that he wasn't ready for it. 
like that you know once he took off the training wheel protocol even before then he wasn't really I mean he wasn't ready for it and then you know and Tony said you know if you're nothing without that suit you don't need to have it um and, and he kind of had to go back to basics. And I think that's the reason for it, for, for the high-tech suit, is to kind of show that he wasn't ready for that kind of power. With great power comes great responsibility. You know, he wasn't ready for that, that level of responsibility. And, uh, and, and that kind of, he's still a teenager. He still has that teenage mentality that he has to kind of grow out of, like everybody else has to grow out of eventually at some point. Um, I'm not there yet, but I'll get there eventually one day. Um, hopefully before my daughter becomes a teenager. Um, so in any that would make sense. Um, yeah, I will, <laughs> um, I will go ahead and give it, yeah, an 8.5. Like, I, I'm not trying to be, like, you know, following the crowd but I, I really like 8.5 seems solid it was a good movie I enjoyed it even not being a huge Superman fan or not super oh my god wow that is what the hell Caitlin Spider-Man Spider-Man fan um yeah 8.5 man like I I enjoyed it I thought it was good yeah no I mean 8.5 is about where most of us are around. Joel's the only outsider, but I'm pretty my sure my favorite character. I could do that. I'm pretty sure Gerald's gonna give me. us an earful on his uh his points spread. He's gonna say it's like a zero. Yeah, and let, let's put in context. How did you know? Thought, just to put in context, he did think the last Transformers deserved an Oscar. But Gerald, it's on you. Why do you keep <laughs> adding words? What? Transformers. The last Transformers, I've seen it a couple of times. I took my mom to go see it. Me and my mom do yeah, that. Mom. Talk about Spider-Man. We don't want to talk about that shit. No, I would say cut his mic, but he doesn't even have one. <laughs> he has wow. my mic. Wow. <laughs> Punch wow. him in the face. <laughs> Whoa, that's violent as shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Gerald. No, I don't want him to punch you in the face. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Gerald. If I were there, I would give you a hug. <laughs> I just punched him in his face, but go ahead, Gerald. All right, the reason why I give this school oh, damn I, it. I want to see more. I, want, I would love to see more. I, I, need a, I need that last push to give to get me over the edge. Like, you know what? Let's you get it. You know what, you know what I would love to do? Push you over that fucking edge. Yet, I, guess I, I will make it a decree right now. If you out with the second part, and they give me more to love, Jawan gets to slap me live on here. What? I like that. Gerald, I will we will all forget this moment. No, 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 no. Marcus, Dan, I know you have a super <laughs> memory just like you, Jonah. Hey, like you, Jawan. hey I'm telling you this, Gerald, say, time out. Before you make that statement, <laughs> I want you to remember the slap Dave Chappelle gave Charlie Murphy and that Rick and you have to sing cold blooded I am going to flat <laughs> so Mark chocolate off Speaking of which, we start training tomorrow for this. <laughs> Mark said, <laughs> Saturday, you figure the next Spider Man movie comes out what? Two years from 2020. now? Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. So Mark this day, July eighth, two thousand seventeen. Okay. Jawan gets to slap the chocolate off of Daryl's cheek if he loves Spider Man two Wait, can we add another dimension? 
Yeah. Not if you like it. If you love the next Spider-Man, the three of us get a turn to slap. You get a slap train. Slap train. Slap train would have been better. Right. Slap train. Gang bang. Whatever, whatever black score, men, Gerald. You know, whatever black men. Give your score. We already have it on file. We slap the shit out of you. My guys. score. So we can watch it. I do it anyway. I might have to run out the house after this, but my score is a seven point five. Oh my. God. All right. So due to technical difficulties, Gerald is no longer part of the rest of this show. Uh, <laughs> back to your regular scheduled programming. Anyway, um, so I'm sorry. I got ahead of myself last time. Sorry, Dane. I meant to get everything You're good. Else. Gerald throws me off to another stratosphere with some of his things. Um, all right. We're going to mm, – debatable. We're going to <laughs> – it's more step-parent love. Uh, we're going to get into um, Dane's response to us <laughs> criticizing his earlier response um, <laughs> about Charlie Hunnam. But the segment is called Defend Your Statement. So Dane made a statement about Charlie Hunnam that I'm not going to get into. I'll allow Dane to introduce it and then defend his statement. So, Dane, the floor is yours. And, uh, you know, the reasoning why is because he had 20 minutes last uh, Saturday when I wasn't on to be able to talk about it. So yes, I need a little bit of a rebuttal and explanation towards this concept. And disclaimer, as I've said many times before, I think it's just when it comes to someone who, like me, like likes film on like a different level. Like I remember Joel, when you guys had this conversation last week, you made a lot of great points. But Joel said at one point that he never really looked at and equated stuff like this. And I do it way too much. I can make movies ruined for me just from one performance that's bad and stuff like that. So when I'm looking at an actor, with Charlie Hunnam, it wasn't that he was a horrible actor. I just said that he wasn't good enough to play the role. And I even broke it down of the reasoning why. It's more so that, and Juwan, you mean you differ from this because you said that you're okay with him being more of like a side character. I want them to do more Green Arrow comics in the opposite reflection of, or Green Arrow movies, I mean, and the opposite reflection of what they're doing on television. I want your liberal, smart-ass Green Arrow. Maybe if you want younger, pair him with Black Canary or something like that. If he's older, then he can just be by himself. We talked about many choices. Uh-huh. And I just think that when it comes to debating, maybe I get a little bit ahead of myself, but we don't list the details of our reasoning why until afterwards. So I found out a lot of your reasoning, but I didn't really see a lot of that when we were talking about it. So there was that. And with the Drake Bell thing, that to me is a joke. It just, I, I look at, when it comes down to it, if a person could lead a film and if a person would be able to, you know, get people into theater seats. And when that doesn't seem like it would actually be true, even based on if you think that he's a good actor or you just want to give a shot to some random guy, that's my reasoning usually behind it. So that's basically an answer of my side of the equation when it came to that whole conversation. No, but I mean, I, I was even telling Joel, I think we're, we, uh, we fully understand each other. I mean, because at the end of the day, um, Charlie Hunnam's not none of our number one picks. The, what me and Joel were trying to say is if he were casted, we wouldn't be up in arms about it because um, we actually do favor some of his acting jobs, Sons of Anarchy, 
Um, we didn't hate him in Pacific Rim, and we enjoyed King Arthur a lot. Um, you liked it? Oh, you had to see King Arthur. Jonah had to see King Arthur. He's been missing out on movies. Um, and we completely understood your Drake Bell comment also. We were just saying we have no idea how much acting training um, he might might be going through. Um, he's not our Nightwing pick by a mile. Um, but if he were casted for the television show, I have no idea what his acting caliber could be. We've only seen what he has done. I, I agree right there, and I admitted later, if we're talking about, because I didn't even think about that at first, um, but if he is potentially for the TV show, I mean, Steve R. McQueen, I kind of had my eye on him for a while, but Drake Bell's got the voice, he's got a look, and you know maybe he could handle that type of concept. And he does have a good name recognition to get people to get some view in. So, you know, television's different than him. Here you go. Here's a here's a director of Batman, Lego Batman. Let's let's see if we can do this. Like a, it's it's scary with DC because it's funny because they can get someone that was nominated for an Oscar like Jesse Eisenberg and get a shit performance out of them, and then pick a nobody like Gal Gadot and get a great performance out of hers. I just right. I don't it, so, that scares me. So what what I was saying is Bane, and that's even more to the point me and Joel were trying to make. Gal Gadot, none of us, none of us signed up for her being Wonder Woman. I mean, even when we saw her in BVS, we still were shaky. And she turned out to be a really good Wonder Woman. Some people aren't phenomenal actors, but they're phenomenal picks for certain roles. So what I'm saying Movie is... Movie stars. Right, right. So if you're not a huge fan of Charlie Hunnam's performances, Green Arrow could be the one performance he knocked out of the park. So all we were saying is we're not going to judge someone and say that they couldn't do it but we'll, we'll, we're right in line saying that they shouldn't do it. And I'm in that line with you that Charlie Hunnam is not even in my top five uh, guys I want as my Green Arrow. I just wouldn't be upset if he were cast. He was on mine. He was on yours? I, he wasn't on I think I, ahead, I agree with you. I just think that the level of how they use him, unless, like I said, unless they were casting him with a, you know, a good female actress or something like that and trying to do like a double flick, which would be awesome and very different because, you know, Oliver on CW doesn't really have a relationship with Black Canary, the original one. So maybe if they do that route, I just, I see a lot more potential for Green Arrow in this universe more so than just like how Clint Barton is Hawkeye for, you know, the Avengers. I want to kind of see more of him uh, expand. But I mean, to, to me, I like, for example, I, we were talking about this earlier. Asa Buford was my only pick for Spider-Man. Like, I could only see Asa as my Spider-Man. I had no eyes for anyone else. I'm sorry, yeah. I had no eyes for anyone else. And then the name Tom Holland got selected. And I'm just like, who the hell is this kid? I've never heard of this kid before. What is What has he done? How is he qualified to be my Spider-Man? And now after seeing him in the theaters, I'm like, well, Civil War was my first time seeing him, but seeing him in Civil War and now his own solo, I'm like, this kid is Spider-Man. This is this is what I've always imagined Spider-Man being. So what I'm saying is, we shouldn't say someone couldn't do it, but we can definitely say they should not do it. And I was the main one saying Tom Holland shouldn't be our Spider-Man. What qualifies him? So all I'm saying and, is... And I'm, no. Go ahead. 
No, and I, I, I get I get what you're saying. And, yeah, I'm not going to act like I saw the movies that he was in beforehand, but he was in a couple indie films. And people knew that not only was he – he was on a Broadway actor, too, uh, beforehand, like doing performances and shit like that. So he was on the radar as far as a kid actor, like a lot of the guys on that list that were up for the role. Um, so there's that. And what I, when, I, when I keep on saying – and I think that it comes off the wrong way. I'm not trying to insult Charlie Hunnam directly. I liked him in the first movie I saw him in. Um, I can't think of it. Green Street Hooligans. Like, I, I don't think he's that bad of an actor. It's just, you know, marketability for being able to lead his own film based on his path, it doesn't seem like it would be likely that DC would even try to get him anyways. And that's not anything to do with his acting, per se. It just means that that would be a... To put him to lead a film would be risky. It would be kind of like getting Taylor Kitsch to be Green Lantern and just have the movie to himself. You know, it's unfortunate because those actors are actually good, but since they've been in movies that have crashed and burned, it always goes back to the actor. It never goes back to the director that usually. So that's all I'm trying to say when it comes to that. I've never watched Sons of Anarchy. All I've seen him in is Pacific Rim and Green Street Hooligan. So um, one, I thought he was great. One, I thought he was all right. You know, I didn't think he was bad in Pacific Rim. He just didn't blow me away for leading it. Um, so that's 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 a little bit different, if that makes sense. I've I've watched Sons of Anarchy, and he was amazing in Sons of Anarchy. Like hands down, that whole show was just so masterfully done. Like it had me like I really like I'm not into that whole biker culture. Um, I, I think it's it's. You know, it's like that whole gang mentality, you know, disguising it as a family when it's really just like a very unhealthy family, dysfunctional dynamic, and, and they're using family as, as a way to perpetuate crime and, uh, and, and do some really evil shit. Um, but I thought the show was good. Like, I don't think the show was glorifying that at all, and I think he played a really wonderful role as somebody who's kind of questioning something that he's lived his whole life and, and how to get out of it. And, but, you know, and then, and, and it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. Like if you get a chance, go check it out. Like it, it is, it is a wonderful show. Um, that being said, like, I totally, I totally agree, uh, agree with you all. Like, like it, in terms of, you know, yeah, you can have your opinions and be like, Hey, I think this person shouldn't, do this from a professional standpoint if you were somehow in some position to give them career advice. You'd be like, hey, I wouldn't take this if I were you because I just don't see this being part of your wheelhouse. But, I mean, time and time again, we get blown away by, by you know, people like Gal Gadot. Like, you, you look at her and you're like, I, I don't know. I don't see it because, you know, physicality and what have you and then she gets on screen you're like why did I not think that she could do this she you know she did it why didn't I not think that she should do this you know um actors that are able to um and you know I think Dane you brought up a good point in terms of you know nobody ever looks at the director nobody ever says oh that director took this or, or the writers or because it's a team effort. I mean, the, the person whose face is on it, so to speak, is the actor, you know? And um, and, and you look at stuff like that, and any cringeworthy moment, it, it's set down on the actor. And, and it's like, oh, man, nobody ever says, oh, man, that, that person wrote a really shitty movie. 
it's it's always like, oh man, that suck that that Ben Affleck movie sucked. And you know, and then he bears the brunt of the the I guess the blame of it being a bad flick when it you know might have from the ground up the foundation wasn't good. And uh, you know, and and that's kind of up to the actor to to kind of gauge whether or not this is going to help or hurt their career. But there are some things that, like, I, I guess the best way to maybe, and, and not to beat a dead horse, but kind of metaphor is I used to be a waitress, like, back in the day. And, you know, I'm a waitress and I'm delivering a product, but if the cooks in the kitchen suck, then, you know, then my tips are going to be shitty, you know, because nobody ever remembers that the cooks are the ones cooking the food. I just bring it out. Now, if there's something wrong with my service, yes, that should be reflected in my tip. However, how somebody cooks the food, I have no control over that. And, uh, and, and you know, they'd be like, oh, this is a shitty meal. And, you know, you can bend over backwards and try to make good on that and be like, oh, here, I'll comp you, blah, blah, blah. But they're still going to have it, like, because you're the public face. Like, you are the one bringing them their food, and that's what they're going to associate it with. They're going to be like, oh, shit, this person brought me my food. They're the reason my, my meal is shitty. Um, so um, it, it's always going to come down on the actor. As far as Tom Holland, I think he's an amazing actor. Just, I mean, have you seen him on that lip sync battle? Yeah. Do you all see that? It was hilarious. It was, I was impressed. I couldn't was, believe he could dance that it well. Was, it was pretty sexy, and uh, like I, I don't swing that way. I but didn't say it was sexy, but it was sexy. I was like, "Holy crap, that kid can move!" <laughs> like I'd be like, it, it, ain't, "It ain't my thing. That ain't my flavor." But it was, it was hot. I'm sorry. I'm not even gonna lie. That shit was hot. Yeah, it was hot. I mean, what? No. Um, no, I mean, it was, it was definitely very, very interesting to see that side of him, I guess, because you wouldn't assume he could do that or knew how to do I, I don't yeah, know. It was just really weird. I didn't know that, he could that dance. Took some balls. That took some balls to do that. On the my We should all be under Dan's that umbrella. That took some, uh, that took some balls for I'll, I'll get in the outfit, but I can't dance as good, I promise you. Well, Gerald said he'll do the dancing thing, you do the singing. Um, but no, I, I honestly, honestly, you know, what we kind of took from that, this whole thing, is we're all on the same page somewhere. Um, we look at these actors more so that they shouldn't be, not necessarily that they couldn't be. Um, I think we don't yeah. know the capabilities. Right. I don't think we know the capabilities of these actors and how much they put into their craft. Um, a lot goes into a performance being bad. Some of it is usually an actor. Some of it's writing. Some of it is directing. Right. So, um, uh, yeah, the direction. Some of it's your career out. Yeah. Say what? Say what? No, like, I, I think what... Yeah, I, I mean, and I think that, that honestly, like, every time a new movie comes out, every time an unknown actor is, is put into play, you know, you get this backlash from the Internet because, you know, now everybody has a voice. Every, You know, us, I mean, we're not a podcast. Everybody's got an opinion. And, um, 
uh, Dawn, like, when we first spoke, I was like, yeah, it's like, this medium, there's, you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly with the Internet is that everybody has a voice. And, I mean, you're going to have your people who are, like, you know, really have something important to say and, and insightful. And then you're going to have, like, the random assholes who are just like, uh, yeah, now now the voices in my head will have their message heard. And you're like, um, what the hell? This is crazy. But, um, like, I, I think that it's important to note that these people, like, this is their job. Like, their job is to entertain people, and that's, that's a tough road. Like, it's not as tough as, say, being, like, a cop or something, but it's not in the same wheelhouse. Um, like, I would say that they, they have to go through a lot to, um, to provide that, that craft and everything. And if it's a bad project, it's a bad project. But, I, like, I, it always frustrates me when people, like, I, I'm trying to get to a point not very succinctly, is it, it, it kind of bums me out that every time, like, something comes out, like, oh, hey, you know, Ben Affleck's going to be Batman, and then everybody's just like, oh, this is going to be shit. And I'm like, I mean, have you seen the movie yet? Like, you know, Gal Gadot comes out, and people are like, oh, she doesn't have, like, armpit hair, and, and she's, God, she sucks. And I'm like, do you know who the fuck she is? Excuse my language, but, like, you, you don't know anything about her. You haven't seen the movie, so you can't really say anything. Um, and, and like, but, but people eat that crap up. Like, they're like, oh, yeah, it's going to suck, and then it becomes a whirlwind, and, like, a, it gains traction, and you're just like, wow. <laughs> man, I wouldn't want that job where uh, automatically before I even produce anything, people are like, man, this is going to suck. And I'm like, well, what what the hell am I doing? (laughs) Why am I even here? Yeah, no, I I definitely understand that. But I I think, like I said, I think we we better understand each other now that we had this this conversation. And that's why this segment is going to be so much fun. Fuck you, George. Yes, exactly, Dane. Um, It's going to be so much more fun, especially once we get Kane in here, because he always gives us a reason to say defend your statement. Um, so, yeah. so between him and Gerald, I think Gerald might get Kanan and run for his money in the future. Um, but no, so let's move Ugh. on. Let's move on. He, to hey, he can, he, can give him, he can give Gerald the money that he owes me for the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean thing. But By the way, we're keeping that under Back. So you can totally shred Kanan about that, Dane. Um, which, by the way, Dane, I guess it helped you. But I actually didn't even go see that. I haven't seen that movie yet. I still haven't seen I like it. That movie. Um, I haven't seen it either. <laughs> I do it all for you, tomorrow. Dane. I do it all. For I'll you. see it once it comes out on video, but you know I couldn't do it because of the fact that I made this bet. So, you know. Absolutely, I can do well, it. But let's. Um, I wanted let's... to go. I wanted to go see it. Like I was really jazzed to go see it, and then my husband was like, "No, we're not paying money to see that piece of shit." And I was like. Wow, man, you have some really strong opinions about this. He was like, I hate the Pirates of the Freaking Caribbean. I'm not going to go see it. And I was like, okay. See, I like the first two. I thought the first two movies were fun. I just thought they got boring after that. I like them all. Well, the third well, one was like some weird... We, we, we know that. We know that. Joel, Joel said what? that um, Transformers is a better franchise than Pirates. But anyway, let's move on to um, some other topics. Let's talk about, we have D23 next week, and we know we'll be getting a lot of The Last Jedi since um, Star Wars pulled out. Of the first up. 
You okay? Damn. <laughs> Did somebody no. die? Hey, no, that was me. Oh, I'm fine. Fine. Okay. I was about to say, oh my God, this episode is going to have to be used for evidence. Somebody's screaming and somebody fell. Right? That was insane. Oh, um, Danny Reagan. Oh, no, Dane, no, no, no. whoever you have in your basement, was... let them out, Dane. Help me! Help me! Um, no, but yeah, I was so, because he said Star Wars: The Last Jedi. That's like my natural oh, reaction every time oh, I hear okay. anything. Up. That was great timing, actually, for everything. Um, yes. No, The Last Jedi pulled out of San Diego Comic Con mainly because Star Wars is exclusively uh, D23 now. Um, that's the only place where they like to give you content of, of that Star Wars celebration. Yes. Plus, it's Star Wars celebration was a few months ago. Um, so. The biggest news is it was said that in Infinity War, we will be getting um, a taste of of it at D23. Uh, a taste of it. You remember what they did with Age of Ultron, where it was Ultron voiceover and all the Avengers dead on the on the floor? Mm-hmm. It'll be something like that, but the Avengers might actually be dead this time. Um, no, but all jokes aside, San, uh, San Diego Comic-Con we know is going to be great. We'll get that in a second. D twenty three, D twenty three only giving us uh, Star Wars and Infinity War. I, Dane, what are your thoughts on what we can see from Infinity War at D twenty three? Did you pass to me? Yes, I passed it to you, Dane. Oh, I thought someone started talking at the same time, and I felt stupid. Yeah. Now I even feel dumber. So, no, uh, Joe. All right. Hey, anyways. God, Dane. <sighs> Okay, so uh, what, do, what do I think that we'll see at D23 um, for Avengers? I have no idea. I really have no clue. Uh, maybe some type of montage that breaks up events uh, and kind of correlates them to, to some of the visuals within the comic books itself, kind of like shows you like a little preview of what happens. Um, I don't know. It's going to be fast. I mean, we could get something like – the Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, turnaround, and that's about it. And I'd be fine with that. As long as we get something, a little bit of flavor, let us, let us see something, maybe Captain Marvel, if she becomes Captain Marvel in this fucking movie. I don't know. Something. Give us something, and don't let it be shit. That's all, that's, that's all I require. I mean, honestly, I, I, I see something as short as the, the line we got from the end of Avengers. I feel as though we'll hear that. And as we hear that, you'll hear Stark or someone say, it's going to take all of us to, to defeat him. And then once he, say, once he says that, like Dane said, you'll see a, you'll see a shot of, um, of the entire team, the Guardians, the Avengers, um, the new Avengers, I guess. Um, so I, I think that's what, I, that's what we can expect from that trailer. I do think we'll get in. I think that'll be a teaser. I think the official trailer will be the week after San Diego Comic Con. Um, Marvel just came out and said they have a full 90 minute panel and they will end Comic Con for the second year in a row. Um, so you assume maybe 30 minutes for Ant Man and Wasp, 30 minutes for Black Panther, and then 30 minutes for um, Infinity War. Or maybe even 30 minutes for Ragnarok instead of Ant Man and Wasp. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's all you can expect from D23 is that small little teaser. But Caitlin, what are your thoughts? 
Um, honestly, like, I mean, a lot of PR goes into this, a lot of hands in the pot, so to speak. I mean, it, it could be anything. Um, you know, and, and honestly, like, the, you know, spoiler alert, uh, Spider-Man, like, the, the end credit uh, thing with, 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 with Captain America, I really like that they, like, put him in that as much as they did. And they're like, oh, he's a war criminal now, but whatever. Um, like, the state says I have to do this. And, uh, like, the gym teacher just just checking out or whatever. Anyway, um, he was like, yeah, you know, like, patience. And then ultimately it adds up to nothing. And I'm like, are they going to screw with us, like, like sure. in the long term? Or are they just commenting on the end credits in general, like, you okay. know, people waiting? till the end like I, I don't know like I don't know if that's how much they're going to extend that and screw with the audience or if they even want to tempt that um, I think they'll, they'll probably I think honestly montage will be their best bet um, that way they're courting people who are not as familiar with the franchise and kind of catch them all up and you know that way they're being inclusive to a wider audience um and, you know, you would imagine that anybody, you know, attending that would be up to, up to that point, know what the hell is going on with the story. But, you know, um, as with, you know, as with most stories, they, they kind of have to explain a certain amount of it in case they catch somebody who's like, I don't know, what, what are the Avengers? Like, I've. I've been living in a hole for the past 20 years. Like, I don't know what the hell is going on in the world. Like, yeah, this is the Avengers, and, and this is what they've been up to up until this point. And then kind of maybe giving, like, a five-second taste of what's to come. So, um, yeah, I think that would be their best bet, honestly, is to, is to do some sort of montage, catch everybody up, get everybody on the same page, and then be like, okay, this is where we're moving towards, but, like, without giving too much away. Gerald, what do you? Uh, sorry, I skipped right over Joel. Joel, what do you thought? I'm not. I'm not here for. Nothing. You know how I feel when I won't get tagged. Oh, shut up, Gerald. You won't get a chance. Did you hear that? I don't hear it. <laughs> I didn't hear anything. Did you, is is Jonah still there, or did he like like you know, blow away or some shit? Jonah had to go. Jonah had to leave early. He had to work tomorrow. Ah, uh, okay, that makes sense. No, uh, anyway, are talking about, like, D23 in general or just the Marvel panel part? No, you can talk about D23 uh, in in full. I was just highlighting on what the two biggest things out of D23 oh, are. Right. <sighs> I mean, yeah, I mean, between Star Wars and Marvel, those are the only things I really care about going in. Yeah. Yeah. That's and for, I mean, the last D23, um, they didn't really release shit. So all we got was, like, word of mouth. Like, ooh, Jungle Book trailer is amazing. Mm-hmm. They showed, I think, what, Civil War at the time?
But um, yeah, you might get Lion King if you play through this year. Like the live action Lion King is a good chance they might be there. I can't wait to see that. that um, Star Wars, like you said, last I don't know, last that actually had D23, don't expect it at Comic Con, so there's, there's no doubt. You might get some, maybe behind the scenes footage or some shit at uh, D23, more than likely they'll, they'll probably try to, they'll probably try to write the shit behind Solo in D23. They'll probably show us something from that, uh, just so we change the narrative, as you know, things are happening as well. They had to make some adjustments, so in order to use that, we might, they might focus on something to make everybody happy. And on the Marvel panel for D23, uh, probably the same thing we'll probably get at Comic Con, but maybe a little bit. I don't want to say less. I think it's just going to be more private. So they might be get pictures and other all that extra shit. So we might see Black Panther in there, um, and Tiffany Ward, of course, and probably Amanda Watson. That's kind of what I'm expecting. But, um, Gerald, yes. uh, what would you, uh, what do you expect, or what are you looking forward to with D23? D23, I'm looking, it's not just Marvel, you know, things I'm looking for. I'm actually really excited for the Mulan movie. Um, I hope they touch light on that. I hope they touch light on, uh, you know, what the cast they want to bring to the Mulan movie. And are they, you know, and also uh, the big one for me was uh, that they John Favreau, I believe, was confirmed to be doing a live action version of Lion King. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they started uh, casting some of those. So I want to see um, or hear, at least hear about, you know, them touching light on that. But I want to see a trailer. Not like, I imagine they have a trailer. They cool. um, did that for Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Um, I mean, was it Beauty and the Beast? Yeah. No, no, no. With Marvel, no, no, I, I, no. I just want to see Infinity War and, you know, probably like a split to the Ragnarok. Yeah. I want to see Surtur at San Diego Comic Con. But did you see that they revealed hey. the pop of um, the Funko Pops? Mm-hmm. So I was about to say that. I just posted on our page. Yeah. We now know what he kind of looks like. Yeah, but that's mostly what I'm looking forward to. Like, it yeah. looks cool. It looks like a fiery skeleton. It kind of looks like the Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, let's hope now. Because he's not a man. So, yeah, but that's the show we didn't look that much forward to. Yeah. So, back to Juju with well, the even that. No, no, no. I just mean Surter is huge. So I don't want him to look anything like the Um, No, I will not pause. <laughs> I meant what I said. Um, No, but um, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I'd love to see Surter. And honestly, I don't mean through a trailer. I'd like to see a post. Remember, we only have one poster from Thor Ragnarok. I'd like to see a poster where you see maybe Thor, Valkyrie. Loki, um, uh, Hella, and Bruce Banner. Hella on wheels? Yes, Hella on wheels. <laughs> Where you see all of them facing like us, and then behind them you see like Surtur in the background. Yeah. Just to show people like, hey, Hella's not your main villain. Hulk's not your main villain. It's Surtur. I still think Hella's the main villain. I don't think she's the main villain. I think, I, think with the, I think they want us to think she's the main focus, which is why the release of the Funko Pop wasn't through like Marvel or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? So I think Marvel's still trying to keep that close to the best possible. Um, and yeah, honestly, now that you showed me that photo, I want to see more from him, though. We saw him with that big-ass sword. Use it. Yeah. Use it. Give Sorry. him a role. Use it. Give him a role. What a waste of such a good Let talent. Idris Elba do something, since you refuse to 
to let him spread his wings elsewhere in in the universe. Let right. him let him do something in this movie. Selva is a peacock. He would have been such a good Blade. He would have been perfect for Blade. He would have been perfect for so many fucking characters. God, he would have been perfect. That I, yeah, that that he'd be an amazing Blade. I mean, still is, hope, is great and he's British. There's yes. still hope. Yes, I mean, you can have Idris Elba as as paper towel, yeah. and every time you rip a sheet off, it would be just like beautiful. Um, yeah. Let's get into um, that's awesome. Let's get into um, San Diego Comic Con, where DC said that not only will we have Justice League there, mm-hmm. we will be having some Aquaman there. Who's shocked by that? No one. Okay. Uh, Joel has made that known that. Normal people should not be shocked. No. Insane people should In be shocked. In our world, it's not really shocking. Right. Um, I'm telling you guys now, as far as the Aquaman stuff, all you're really going to get is um, teaser. a teaser. A very, very, very short teaser. They might show It'll you... a sizzler reel. Yes, they might... Sh- no, 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 not even that. And some actual footage. But I'd say maybe about 50... Se- oh, yeah, okay, I'm sorry, Dan. Yeah, sizzle reel. I'd say about 50 seconds to a minute. Similar to what they did with Justice League. Yes, here. and I'm gonna, trailer, I'm uh, even gonna here. call it now. Nicole Kidman will be the voiceover for that that uh, that season. Um, she'll be the voiceover, and you'll get a shot at Orm. You'll get a shot at Manta. You'll get a shot at um, Mira, uh, Volko. Was it Volko? Volko, and um, of course uh, Arthur. Um, those oh. will be your very quick shots with her voicing over. I think because this, I think her her sit in the film is to kind of pass the torch to him or she's um, him remembering back. Because I, I, I don't know if I want to see Patrick killing Nicole Kidman. <laughs> so I'd rather... Remember, because Orm kills... Orm oh, kills, Patrick Wilson. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, Patrick Wilson. <laughs> I'm sorry. I went by his actual name, not his comic <laughs> name. I'm sorry. Um, Orm does kill... Um, Atlanta. Atlanta, yes. So um, I wouldn't be shocked Thank if you. Get, I wouldn't be shocked if we get some of that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that that's what I, I assume the extent of the Aquaman footage would be. Justice League, we know everyone will come out on stage. Henry will come out on stage. And, like, I've been trying to tell Joel how Jordan will come out on stage. Oh, um, no. <laughs> no, but, honestly, I that would be my dope. Fucking shit. That, that would be the only thing DC could do that would Quit. really make me go insane. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I would lose my damn shit. I'm not going to lie. Quit, quit messing with me, Joan. Jesus. Like when you tell a girl, like, quit, pl- quit playing with it and just put it in your mouth, you know? <laughs> oh, Jesus wow. Uh, um, okay. Um, no, but honestly, DC is looking, since Marvel's taking the, the very end of, of Hall H, DC is going to look to make a splash, and I guarantee you, whether it's Shazam, whether it's The Rock is Black Adam, or how Jordan? Like, you can't really. That's not an someone. Announcement. No, no, not an announcement. Him just coming out on oh, stage okay. with everyone. That'd be cool. Yeah, taking um, pictures. Right, taking pictures and stuff. How Jordan? I'm telling you guys. Well, like I he'll just, be in Hall H. Just saw on Twitter. Hall H is for Hal Jordan. Jordan. I like it. I mean, I hope that is agreement and some type of thing there. That would make my Comic Con. Yeah, that would happen. It, it was still tonight. Go ahead, Dan. Do you want? If we don't if if we don't get that this year, I expect next summer them to have a panel for Green Lantern uh, and a director, hopefully way before that, um, whether it be Rupert Wyatt or not. Um, and then Josh Whedon's Batgirl, probably with Batgirl. Like I, I would hope, and I really want to say that we're going to get that right now. 
but I don't know if we're going to get much besides a lot of hype for Justice League, which I'm fucking down for. Um, the trailer itself that they're, they're going to give us, I think it's going to be a second trailer, but I think they're going to show us parts of what's going to be at the beginning of the film where William Defoe kind of goes over the mother boxes and their situation, how one's with the you know Atlanteans, one's with the Amazons, one's with the humans, and kind of like have a trailer based on that. I think it will be footage that we haven't seen or not much that we've seen, and it actually might be footage that, that Josh Whedon directed, so it should be interesting seeing both styles of directors with scenes matching up in a, in a really cool trailer, and hopefully it doesn't suck and not give us anything, or reveal a huge boss battle where we don't want to fucking see it. Yeah, I don't need any of that. But I'll tell you this, uh, we might get word from, I don't know if anybody here knows Captain Winnick. She's uh, in Vikings. I don't know anybody watching Vikings here. Oh, yeah. She announced Sorry. recently on Twitter that she has a secret project that she's working on that she, that will be announced at Comic-Con. Hmm. That is, uh, for me at least, I'm excited because I like this actress. I, I have her fan casted as Black, Black Canary. And Do you think that she could be in Gotham City Sirens, like the off the good guy, if you will? I think so. I think that's a possibility, considering... If we hear anything about Gotham City Sirens, I think they would probably tell us. Maybe they'll give us some casting announcements, possibly like Catwoman and Poison Ivy. Maybe the Birds of Prey are in it. It's possible as well. So who knows? But if that's what she's teasing, I don't know if it's DC specific. It could be Marvel or it could be anything else. But if it's at Comic-Con, it has to be something major, right, I would assume? Or it could be about the show that she's on. It could be a show. Like it could be about it could the be show she's on. Well, it's a secret project. Which would be a secret from us. Because we don't know. Maybe it's her. You know, maybe it's her that's not something you tell people. It's like, oh, secret is I'm not going to be a Viking. I'm leaving it. <laughs> I'm out. I'm making a good show. Um, yeah, that, that's definitely something I'm looking forward to. See what the hell her announcement is, or at least what they announced. Uh, DC definitely is going to be on my radar. Marvel, of course, is going to probably hear. We're going to probably get the back end of whatever doesn't come out in D23 mm-hmm. at the Comic-Con panel. Like I said, I still want the band Captain Marvel. I want to see Captain Marvel. <laughs> that would be my thing for Marvel. I want yeah. to see Captain Marvel, you know? Um, I'm not sure. Oh, the Black Order, I think uh, Gerald just pointed out, might be one of the things that they announced at, at, uh, for Infinity War, like announcing the Black oh, Order would be in it. So you understand. Gerald, Gerald do you have any, you want to drop any knowledge about the Didn't they kill off the leader of the Black Order, though, in the movies? Did Thanos kill him? What's his name? The... That's why there's only four of them now. I think there was five. He's one of them. They killed him. Oh, off no, it was the Guardians of the Galaxy where he snaps his neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Phil, don't you ever say yes. Yeah, that's how you do it. Welcome to Geek 5. Yes. Go, Gerald. Drop knowledge. For San Diego Comic Con? If you look at that, I just mentioned it. You know what? The world. San Diego Comic Con. Oh, I guess when I talk, everybody goes on their phones, right? I'm you were boring. doing the same from thing. From the guy Gerald. who was on his phone. Shut <laughs> up and talk, Gerald. I was posting stuff to our page. Thank you very much. He's showing us stuff so, on our page. So, with the San Diego Comic Con, that's actually pretty good. Right? Fans actually do it better than directors. This is supposed to be in the movie. Anyway, go ahead. All right, well, with San Diego Comic Con, you know, I'm, I'm basically just looking forward to DC stuff. Marvel is probably going to knock it out of the park. So, it's, 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 I'm looking for a movie from the Batman 
Television, DC oh, TV, yeah. we're gonna find about uh, at because that's what I love about it, is that one night we get everything, all the information for the movies between Marvel and DC and Fox, and then television is the next day, and that's all the panels for that. Um, and those panels actually stick around, don't just like come up and wave and shit and then go back and stuff. So um, I'm really looking forward to finding out. Uh, you know, Stephen Amell has said that. Uh, Slade Wilson will be in the next season. I want to hear yeah. details of what they're going to do without revealing the twist that happened at the end of the season. Uh, Flash, uh, you know, Flash, the same thing, uh, just just building up. I want to see a lot of uh, what's going to happen next next year for Gotham and the way that that show ended this year. I mean, there's so many cool uh, shows for DC and Marvel. And then Defenders, Punisher, um, you know, all that. Uh, Daredevil season uh, three. Um, all that's in the works, so I want to see some information and some trailers, or at least like have the cast talk and give us information from what they say, you know, from questions. I always love that. That's my favorite thing about Comic Con. So, what are you guys looking forward to uh, television wise? I agree with you there. I want to know uh, more about the, the DC TV CW shows, Arrow, Flash, Legends, um, Supergirl. I'm curious about all that, especially now. I want to know who her new showrunner is for Supergirl. Oh, maybe they announced that. Maybe they were announced a new showrunner for Supergirl. They just uh, made a switch. Um, Kara's mother's being the actress is being played now by Erica Durance. Durance, the lowest lane from Smallville. She's taking over. That's different. <laughs> um, yeah. But also, hopefully, they talk about Black Lightning and the like. Oh, I would love to know more about Black Lightning. Talk about Titans. Oh, Titans. Well, oh, yeah, Titans, too. And and even with Black Lightning, you know it's going to get brought up about Static, and maybe we can get more of, like, from the uh, showrunner if that's actually a possibility or if they're looking into it. Um, right. Yeah, but Titans, too, man. I hope we get some casting for that. We have to. It's coming up. They start filming in September, right? So we yeah. got to hear something. Yep. Oh, my God. Now I'm even more excited than I thought it was for Comic-Con. This is two weeks. That's like forever from now. At least that's how it feels. Uh, and the Marvel side of TV, uh, like you said, Defenders is super excited. Can't wait. Uh, the Gifted might be there. I think Fox is definitely going to be there. So we're going to get Deadpool stuff, New Mutant stuff, Legion. probably. Legion definitely going to be there. TV and we're talking TV, yeah. But I'm saying movie-wise, we'll have Deadpool. At Their new TV show. X. Or hopefully that we can find out. Uh, you know, have all the uh, members of uh, New Mutants uh, yes. up on stage. That's only now too, I think, right? So, yeah, I can't wait for that, too. I, oh, my God, it's going to be jam-packed. Joanne, we might get our first look at Cable. Look at me when I say that. Cable. <laughs> look at me when I say that. Watch this. Joanne, what are you looking forward to? <laughs> um, no. Um, all I'm expecting from Fox is I just need Ryan Reynolds to take a break from um, filming and show up to San Diego Comic-Con fully costumed 
and running the panel as Deadpool himself. That is all I'm looking forward to from Fox. New Mutants and I would Legion, love you know I'm ready Deadpool for that. Deadpool should host the fucking Fox panel. Yes, he should. <laughs> yes, he should. Oh, Dude, you know what would be amazing? You know how every year a celebrity usually fucks with the crowd and dresses up like their person? Uh, what if Tom Holland and Ryan Reynolds do it and then both show up at their, their actual panels in full costume? That would be fucking amazing. I think Tom Holland is on a small um, punishment for Marvel. <laughs> they don't want him near a microphone, especially when someone could ask him something. So Sony's gonna send. They should. Tom they should worry more about Amy Pascal, if anything. Yeah. Uh, Tom Holland has been saying a little bit too much for Marvel. That's why they said he's not even reading the script. Read your part. That's it. Just read your part. That's it. That's all you're here to do. Read your part. He. He was even saying, I don't even know who I'm fighting. I don't even know. <laughs> like that. That's how out of the loop they have me at this point. It's Monster One. What exactly. <laughs> What's Monster One, guys? I, I. I don't get it. Like. Kevin Feige sitting there like, all right, do me a favor, guys. Don't let Amy or Tom in this room. <laughs> they, they both have to stay outside. Did Sony said something? Huh? Did Sony have a presence? Like no, has- not yet. Uh, Venom is too far out. Um, everything else is too far What's out. Come on next year? God, that would be awesome, though, if we could find out who Cartage is. I don't, even, I, don't even think, I don't even think a script is done. I don't know if it's done either. I just yeah. know it's supposed to come out next year. I got started. Right, so no, I don't think they make. I think if anything, they might have a logo made. Maybe. They might have a logo na- uh, made, made, and we might see something of a logo. But as far as like a huge announcement where Tom Hardy comes out, that'll be next year. Which will be. Do you think there will be an announcement again of whether or not they're connected with the MCU or if they're not, both in the same day? Huh? I would love. Give it to us. I think if Kevin Feige's asked, he'll. So uh, throw whatever we're thinking in the garbage. What if, no, what if, all right, think about this. Amy Pascal is on the thing. They're having a panel for Spider-Man or whatever, and then she starts talking, and Kevin Feige books it from the side and fucking tackles the shit out of her. And she starts punching her like Stone Cold style, like Luthez Press, you know what I'm saying? Like that's like, crazy shit. That would be the only thing I would ever have to in life pay. <laughs> Kevin Feige just telling that, the audience to throw him a beer. He's smashing them together, drinking them. Anyway, um, that would be kick-ass. Stop it, Joel. Um, that, that should be his theme song from now on. Glass shattered. Um, no, but honestly, uh, Defenders, Punisher will get an actual trailer. If not now, definitely New full York trailer? Comic-Con. Yeah, full trailer. A full trailer. Because they've been done filming. They've been done reshoots. We'll get a full trailer. Um, we'll actually get a, a second, um, one, actually uh, a longer trailer of The Defenders. I don't want to say trailer number two, because um, the first one technically was a teaser. Um, so we'll get a full trailer for Defenders, maybe hear some Sigourney Weaver um, dialogue, which would be dope. I want to actually really hear cool. from her. Like um, maybe get more of an idea on what the season's going to be about for people who obviously aren't nerds like ourselves and, that, and you know, has no idea. Um, trying to think of what else. Um, by the way, the chick that you said is going to make the announcement, yes, what were the two roles you were assuming she'd make an announcement for? I would assume it was, uh, either Black Canary, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and Poison Ivy, right? Uh, well, I'm not saying she's going to be Poison Ivy. No, 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 you're saying the two things she could possibly be making. Well, a, if they're doing Sirens, either Catwoman or, um, Poison Ivy, but I, I hope it's Black Canary. Let me ask you this. How old is she? Mid-20s. We had to take a guess, right? Mid-20s, right? Mid-20s, late-20s. All right, so I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to say if her announcement is DC-related, mm-hmm. she's our Batgirl. 
don't, I don't know. She might be older than that. But that's let me let me check out how old she is. That's why I asked you first before I made that statement. When you said twenty something, I'm like, then yeah, hell yeah, she could be I, back. I though. still think it's a waste. They could get her as Black Canary. I want her as Black Canary. But we don't even know that Black Canary is the character wow. they're looking she could, she could be Catwoman, too. She's uh, 39. She's almost 40. Okay, then, so yeah, no. never mind on that. <laughs> never mind on that. And she could okay. actually be Catwoman, honestly. I mean, we have no idea. I mean, Catwoman's been a blonde in the animated series and in the the movie, so. Catwoman was only blonde in the animated series because she was blonde in the movie. Catwoman's <laughs> the one person that I really don't care about her look. I really don't. What do you mean we don't care about her? Like, like if if she's usually um, dark haired, I, I don't if care if you make if her blonde. If Catwoman comes out and looks like Gerald, I'm gonna have issues, Juan. Or <laughs> Gerald, like Gerald, I have <laughs> issues. No. Uh, but no, oh, yeah. I, if she's no, not, I care about her. No, what I'm saying is, like, you know how some characters that hairstyle has to, like Zendaya can't be Mary Jane for the three movies and no red hair. You know what I'm That's saying? That's true. That's an issue for me. But Catwoman. I mainly see Catwoman with the with the thing on her head, so I I could care less about her hair color. So she's blonde. I, I don't care. I really I, don't I, care. I wouldn't be upset because it's not the first time it's happened. Right. I mean, I, come on. The best Catwoman we've seen had blonde hair. Like, Michelle Pfeiffer had blonde hair. She was good, but I also like this girl. What's her name? Dark Knight oh come on! She was, what? Yeah, she was good. Catwoman. From Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. You're putting in the same conversation. Putting Anne Hathaway's performance as Catwoman yes. in the same conversation as Michelle Pfeiffer. Yes, I am. That is fucking disrespectful. We only got a tad bit of Catwoman from Anne Hathaway. That was not a tad bit. That, that was, was a, a tad bit. Movie. That wasn't a tad bit. I'm sorry. Batman Returns was almost catered to both Penguin and Catwoman. She did a great job as Catwoman. I didn't say she didn't, but I, I don't know if I'm ready to put her. Dane, are you putting Anne Hathaway in the conversation with Michelle Pfeiffer? I think they're different. I think that uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, I kind of compare to Heath Ledger's Joker, who is uh, the director's interpretation of the character. You know, right. she wasn't really that bat cr- batshit crazy, and uh, she didn't fall from a window and have right. nine lives or whatever. Uh, to me, when it comes down to it, I think that Michelle Pfeiffer's performance is better, but... The other one, Anne Hathaway, was more similar to the comic books and kind of like that confidence level and that type of arrogance and shit like that. So, yeah, I would still say Michelle Pfeiffer's better, but it's different. I'm just saying I don't feel like I had enough from Anne Hathaway to to make a distinct decision on whether or not she's in the class or not. I think I would have liked to have seen more from her. I thought everything we saw from Michelle Pfeiffer was more than enough to say she's the best Catwoman. I don't know if I'm going to say Un- that. Unfortunately I'll- for Hal Berry, they're both better than her. That's that for fucking sure. shit. Errol's a better Catwoman than Holly Berry. That's yeah. stupid. Not visual. Um, not visual. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but no, I, I mean, honestly, honestly, I'd love her as Catwoman more so than Poison Ivy. Who? The chick we were talking about from Vikings. I want to do this Black Canary. I'm not moving. I don't want her as Black Canary because to me, if you have Black Canary, it means you have to have Oliver. And I don't think Oliver. I don't think Oliver is in the right now plan. I don't care. You you see Oliver later. You can worry about Oliver later. I don't don't know. He he has to he has to still exist in the universe. He can't like they can't have an origin story where he fucking just starts. Like if they show Black Canary. I would definitely have Oliver show up in some capacity, maybe in a Batman yeah. movie, to like oh, where, show where him. Put... What do you mean, where? What? Where? what movie would you bring her in? Siren. 
sirens? Why? Because, like I explained in thorough discussion okay. months ago, let's hear it again. The birds of prey might show up in it. I know, I know. I, I, I just, I don't know. I, I think, I think I want to kind of see it in reverse. If you tell me I can get a Green Arrow where we have an actual introduction to her, and then she's in Why Gotham City Sirens, Sirens first? because I'm sorry, I saw her first in Green Arrow, not in Sirens. You don't even like her in those shows. I don't like any of these fucking people we're talking about. <laughs> but I want to see it in order. I want to see her with Green Arrow before I see her with the Who says she doesn't have a history of Green Arrow? No, no, I'm not saying she wouldn't have one. I want to see her actually with. That's like, to me, honestly, if Gotham City Sirens comes out before the Batman, I'd be fine with that. But I prefer to see Catwoman in like, the Batman. Like seeing Harley and Joker in a different movie that's not Batman. Before no, but Batman we saw Batman in it, though. But who says it? Yeah. Well, you, you, so me, you think uh, you'd be fine with Green Arrow being in Gotham City Sirens? In a cameo? I wouldn't be against oh, it. Oh, come on. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, like, in a Gotham cameo? Game. Who cares, right? No, what, what I was going to say is, I mean, they both... Black Canary is very, very much, uh, more so than Oliver, uh, has association with Batman. So if you were to establish her in Gotham City Sirens, which makes a lot of sense because she has a relationship with Harley in the comics... You know, she would be the person going after them in the whole entire movie. If you meet Oliver Queen in maybe a follow-up Batman movie and introduce him there, and he's already Green Arrow, maybe they meet through that, and that's how they can fall in love and make babies. I guess I don't know. The, the, the ending part made me want to throw up. Yeah, you and Joel. Anyway, um, no, I mean that that what whatever. I I don't care about. Um... Ugh. What's her name? Black Black Siren? Black Canary. Black bitch. What is it? Black Canary? I don't, I don't think care that was It's just that. because of your hate of Katie Cassidy. I don't hate Katie Cassidy, actually. I thought he she was a phenomenal Black Canary. You hate you women. I wish Shota was still here. Just not Black Canary. Jawan doesn't like female love interests. There you go. He hates Black <laughs> Widow, too. Again, if like somewhat of a female love interest, as a whole, after that happened, he hated it. Yeah, that's true. He doesn't like when guys get like girlfriends. I mean, I guess he gets jealous. I don't know what it is. You could say jealous, <laughs> or it's just a waste of story. It's just a waste. of story. I was the waste. The love. The waste story. of story. Sometimes it is. Yeah. The way it's, Wonder Woman. It's a waste to, to be creative, instead of having like, oh no, my girlfriend got kidnapped. There you what go. What I do. Like, the, the, way, movies. the way Wonder Woman and Steve Trevor did, that's how I want all love relationships to go. Why not? I'm not saying that's a bad idea. What, in no, the no, back no. of a warehouse? Yes. Yes. There you go. Yes. Spontaneous I just don't want, I want it to be less love. like the original Spider-Man trilogy. And more as like long as it's not Olicity, I'm fine with it. Fine. Whatever. They're getting back together this season. I know it. <laughs> I swear. I swear, I kept saying the only thing that would take me out of another season of Arrow would be those two fucking getting back together. <sighs> and if it happens, that depending on what, how the season goes, I don't know. I think then, you gotta hook up Black Canary. Thank time. you. Have some Black Canary babies. Thank you. Yeah, get with that Diana chick, and she needs to dye her hair blonde. That would be great. Yes, please come she, again. She lightened it up, Dane. I saw some pictures recently. She lightened it up. I don't know if it's full blonde, but she's definitely lighter than it was last year. What, is she like Finn Balor, where she's got to, like, you know, extend it, like, at a slow pace? That was a really bad example. Sorry. I was wondering where the hell you were going on that. I was kind of confused. <laughs> Guys, don't smoke marijuana. Uh, <laughs> he does not, kid. 
Not, anyway, but no, honestly, not, not that I do. With, with Guggenheim saying that the villain for Arrow Season 6 would be someone that the fans wanted, that either means they finally listened to Kevin Smith and it's out of my appeal. I don't know if it was awesome. Um, or, we, like, I've been was. preaching to fucking Young Justice. Give me Sportsmaster. Give me yeah. Sportsmaster. Those two would be great, man. And, dude, Automata P, I'm telling you, this is going to sound crazy, but they could easily do the character if they had, if they get the guy who played Darth Maul, uh, I forgot what his name is, to do the physical performance, and you get Mar- uh, Carl Winslow from Police Academy, the one that can do all the special effects and shit like that, to do the vo- voice for him. It would be perfect. I'm telling you. This is going to hire me at DC, and I can help them out so much. I swear. For who? Sportsmaster? What? No, 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 no. For Automatopoeia, because he, like, oh, you know. His whole concept, Automatopoeia's whole concept is, like, I mean, everything in the comics comes out as an Automatopoeia, but you can't really do right. that unless you do sound effects in real life. So Kevin Smith said it would be hard to, like, bring him to the screen, but I have the answer. For Sportsmaster, I don't know how the fuck they do that character. And I, I introduce... know who I want my Sportsmaster to be. Yeah. Call him Sportsmaster. <laughs> yes, call him Sportsmaster. I know who I want to be. Should it be Artemis's dad? No, no. He keeps everything far away from Artemis. I'm starting to hate her like Joel did. Yeah! Um, <laughs> the only person I can see playing Sportsmaster on television that would actually make that transition and be a legit badass Sportsmaster, Ray Stevenson. Oh, yeah. Ray Stevenson would be the be best sportsmaster. He'd, he'd be really good. And you wouldn't have to change anything of him. His voice would be just And he'd do it. And I can definitely see Ray Stevenson do that, you know? He'd and he's being he wasted in the fucking Thor movies, too. And could you picture a fight scene between Manu Bennett as Slade and Ray Stevenson oh. for the right to see who gets to kill Oliver? Come on. Where's I, I feel like they're going to make Deathstroke like an anti-hero. I feel like it's going to be like the Punisher on the show or some shit. And what what are they going to do with, uh, what's his name, the Vigilante? They never they gave got us anything. They're going to reveal who he is next season. Yeah. Yeah. So Oliver has to stop whoever this new big bad is. I wonder who that is. He has to stop Slade from just ripping through shit. And then he's going to have to stop the Vigilante. It's going to be fun. Yeah. It's going to be a fun th- And... You know, his son becoming Red Hood. I mean, Red Arrow. What's not happening? Shut up, Well, he Noah. just also said that, um, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, fuck, um, an old um, actor from one of the previous seasons is coming back in a big way this season. So, I'm hoping it's Roy, man. I, I would love to see, I would love to see Oliver and Roy, just the two of them, for a while, you know, on the street. I'm going to be yeah. honest with you. All I can picture in my mind is um, Black Canary. Roy, Oliver, Dick, and um, yeah. actually, no, there's, too, there's too many of them. There's too many a of them. There's too many of Some them. Some of my favorite moments were like when it was just him and Roy yeah. like, running around. And yeah, I mean, good. honestly, if Roy comes back, I can't have Thea. I don't disagree. I can't have Thea. You don't like, need her if, at that point. If, if she's in, tired, if she's girl. only in the capacity of working in the uh, the office with Oliver, with him still as mayor, I'm fine with that. But she cannot physically get involved anymore. If Roy stays comes back. as mayor, yeah, I think Oliver stays as mayor. Mm. I don't think what happens stops him from being mayor. Do you think he reveals himself to the world? Is is, is uh, the arrow? Mm-hmm. No, no, I don't think he's at that point. Yet. I think whoever the big bad of this season is could draw that out of him. But I thought the way they should have ended the Prometheus Oliver thing is 
Um, you want him me, to shoot him in the head. Like yeah, comic. But before Prometheus died, before Prometheus died, I would have liked for him to have done like a live video that revealed Oliver as the Green Arrow. Oliver as the mm-hmm. yeah. his last big f you to you. Besides, you know, possibly killing half of his friends and family. So hot. Um, but yeah, no, honestly, I want Sportsmaster. I'm campaigning for that right now. I'm gonna tag Stephen Amell in it. I'm gonna tag everybody in it. Gerald, you up to next season? Yeah. Hell yeah, right? That's something. I don't know about oh, hell man. yeah. Oh man. Then, then you can bring in Cheshire. Oh man, yes, you can do so much. If, if Roy's a part of it next year. Yes, bring in Cheshire. I like Cheshire. Yes, and honestly, what you could do is, what you could do is, you could say the dad that she thought died was Sportsmaster. If you want to incorporate it to Artemis, which me and Joel suggest you do not. Because he could pass the, uh, the code name Artemis to uh, Ray Stevenson's daughter, who ends up being Tigress or whatever with Cheshire, you know, the daughters of Sportsmaster, where she's trying to be good. Like, she doesn't screw him over this time, like they always well, do. What, what Joel just said is very true. Um, Artemis isn't a code name for people who aren't that familiar. It's her actual name. Like her actual name is Artemis. That's not a. That's not a. a really? Like a, oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. Her actual name is Artemis. That's fake. Oh, the the chick on the show or in in uh, Young Justice? No, both. Her name was actually Artemis. Who? Um, Artemis. He's talking about on. Oh uh, yeah, in the show, her name was Artemis. Artemis Croft. Yes. Yeah, and then in the comics, she was that she was known as Tigress, and mm-hmm. that's why she took up the name Tigress. When she went undercover. But they just called her Artemis. They never gave her a code name in that show. Weird. <laughs> that is very well, true. That makes sense. Artemis is the uh, goddess of the hunt and arrows. So I guess that's Honestly, what they're going I for. Really Artemis Wonder Woman. I really and, uh, wish they did more for Artemis because what they could have done was instead of her betraying the team for Prometheus, Betray the team. Yes, they just called her Artemis. She wasn't actually Artemis. I mean, what even pissed me off about the character was when they were all training and everyone had their own weapons. How did she get a bow and arrow and a sword? Like, how did she now become really good at at, at bow and arrow? I think that was their way of saying, like, yeah. That's it. You got to call her. It was like Taskmaster. Did she die on Arrow? Did, did Artemis die? No, I'm sorry. We don't know. Forget about we don't know. We won't know until next 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 season. She was in the island? No. She was still on the island, remember? She was, she yeah. was still in the cave. Everybody remember, Oliver said I was going to come back for you. Correct. So, but that's pretty much our thoughts on what we can get out of DC and Marvel and Fox for Comic-Con. Um, anyone has some last words they want to leave the show on? Like anything they want to put out there? Final words, Gerald. <laughs> Tonight was an excellent show. Excellent? excellent. That's a good oh, description of it. I don't know if I could go excellent. I don't think Tonight was a show. <laughs> no, but honestly, I know. Hello. This was fun. <laughs> it was uh, great, and we talked about comics and movies. Didn't talk anything so, about <laughs> I didn't say condom. 
God damn it. Say condom? If you wear two, they'll they'll just break. It's friction. It makes sense. So don't do that. It's stupid. There's my well, PSA. It's for PSA. Um, That's right, how babies guys. are born. And we need to stop doing that. Uh, this was a great show. We got a lot out. Um, shout out. I want to give a shout out to Giannis. Giannis. Um, we had a great time. Oh, At the convention. Yeah. We had a great time. I'm just, dude, I'm giving you background music. Just keep on going. Oh, okay. It was throwing me off completely. Um, um, no, but shout out to Giannis. We had a great time with him. Check him out on Instagram yeah. at World of Flash. Yeah. That's where you can find all your news about Flash. Yeah, great guy. He knows a lot. Yes, he does. He um, has an amazing fan base. He's a good kid. Yes, he yeah. does. A... Great kid. Yeah, he is a kid. He's a great kid. He is a kid. He is a kid. Uh, um, also, huge shout out to Nick who couldn't be here tonight. He didn't. He didn't make the the. He didn't get a chance to get on the show. Right. I don't know why I was gonna say he didn't make the cut. Like he, he was gonna so be on, but we saw. Right, but we cut him from the show. Well, we uh, him for Gerald tonight. Right. Wow. <laughs> huge, huge shout out to Jonah. Um, huge shout out to Jonah. Make sure you guys are following everything at Vibes Entertainment. He has a lot of stuff yeah. going on with that. Jonah. Um, and shout out to Caitlin who had to. Split early because yeah. her daughter was sick, so hope her daughter uh, feels, better. Feels, feels better very soon. Um, and shout out to Gerald, who decided to be on for 20 minutes and did not say anything else. <laughs> uh, Are you kidding me? He was on the whole show. I felt like Gerald was only on for two minutes. Um, <laughs> no, but we love Gerald. Gerald's awesome. But, guys, mainly what's important is you have to go... Yes, huge shout out to John Wesley Ship, which by the way, his yeah. agent told me after this uh, this convention right. to email him about him being on the show. Word. So we will be getting John Wesley Ship Great on guy. the show. Hopefully, we are not cutting into his filming time if he's even in. Was he a nice guy? He yeah. was an amazingly nice. He guy. always is. You know who was an asshole? Dean Kane. Oh shit, Jawan. Really? <laughs> well, he's kind of he's kind of like Val Kilmer to Batman. He's like fat, chubby Superman now. <laughs> Fifty dollars. Like the Red Ranger. He, he wasn't an asshole. He, he, just, he didn't. He didn't. I didn't really get close to him though. His security was like no press. So we didn't even say anything. We didn't even ding. We literally stood in line, and she saw my press pass and goes, "No press." We had no cameras. Yeah. We had no microphones. Our phones out. weren't even out. Yeah. And she goes, no price. Bitch, what if I just wanted a handshake? Like, How much is the picture? $50. Right? $50. Hey, seriously, I know he played Superman, but who the fuck is Dean Kane? Really? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> no just a doorman. Doorman. Well, meanwhile, Je- John Wesley shit, who is possibly the most beloved Flash, is only charging $20. And even told us he'd let both of us take the picture for only the $20. Yeah. Great guy. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Great guy. And I want to shout out also the voice of Nightwing that we didn't care enough to actually. We go unfortunately over to. didn't have it. They were interviewing him at the time. Yeah. I feel like waiting. Yeah. Who Drake Bell? No, Drake Bell. Funny Dane. Um, no, but honestly, it was a great convention. We had a lot of success. Yeah, if you are looking, shout out to Garden State Comic Fest. They were amazing. Check out all the footage, the pictures, and stuff. Yeah. I will be posting on our website www.geekvibesnation. Right. Dot com. Nations with an S. Um, yeah, Nations with an S. I'm sorry, guys. I will fix that at some point. <laughs> uh, and also on there, you can check the video of the <laughs> week. Joel has amazing, amazing, amazing content. 
Uh, a brand new episode of Geek Minded Podcast is up yeah. and ready to go. Yeah. Also, check out our... Um, Watch it. <laughs> check yeah. out our... <laughs> you have to beg them, God, Joelle. I'm begging um, Our written reviews are up also. Caitlin, Nick, Dane, myself, and Joelle have done an amazing job with those written reviews. Check one out. Maybe me and Joelle will team up to do a Spider-Man one. I know our video review will be up. Also, check out Dane's... Um, review. Be- Preview with John uh, John Kalina. The Kalina, uh, the Kalina Bros. Yes, the Kalina Bros. Uh, yeah, John and Joe. We'll have the um, we'll have the next episode, the review for it, up this week. We got to get together and record it. Still, we haven't done that, obviously. So, absolutely. We have so much content coming up, guys. Please check out all of it. Stay a part of us. And the next convention we will be at will be um, Heroes <laughs> and Villains. Is that September? We hope. Yes, we'll be there one way or the other. Yeah. Heroes and Villains will be there, and then New York Comic Con the month after. Yeah. So those will be our next two big, huge cons we're at. Take it away, Dan. Take it away, Dan. All right. Well, uh, you know, you guys have been listening, and we always appreciate that. Um, if you didn't listen, we'd kind of be fucked in that whole entire aspect. But glad that we went over some geek news, and I hope that you guys have a wonderful evening. And uh, thanks, as always, everyone that was on the show. You guys do what you do, and uh, sometimes you don't, but fucking shit happens, and we make it happen. That might be me, too. Who you, who knows? All right, well, uh, you guys have a good one. Have a great night. I don't have any music this time because I don't have anything to put music on. So uh, I'll just we sing have for you. To... Wait, no, we have something to What's that? What's that? What's that? Hold on. God, I don't know how to work here. Oh, wait. Here we go. All right. And we have something to listen to right now. All right. right. Here we go, guys. This is going to close out the, the show. Hold up. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I got it. Hey, Donald. This is Cal Dodd. You're now listening to Geek Vibes Live. Yeah. And we'll Hell see you next yeah. week, guys. Later. Geek fobs. <laughs>Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 
Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yep, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now, but I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra $0.25 a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a $0.25 a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR.